Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time now for Mind Your Business. I bet you've faced this situation before where you're talking to one of those chatbots and you get a bit frustrated, you know, because uh, it replies, I don't understand what you're saying. Now, sooner or later, uh, you're going to come across this if you haven't already. But on the other hand, if you were speaking to, say, a traditional customer service officer, a human being, that can also be unsatisfactory because you have long waiting times. You've got to press 1, press 10, press 5. One of my pet peeves, by the way. But our next guest aims to change all of that with AI voice tech that's a bit more localized and What's interesting is uh, the chatbot recognizes Singlish. Uh, not only that, the company has also been selected as part of the 100 most promising technology pioneers of 2022 by the World Economic Forum. Now, the selection for this year's award was chosen from 30 economies across six continents beyond traditional international tech hubs like Silicon Valley. So what does this win mean for them? And what's the outlook when it comes to voice artificial intelligence in the region? On the line with me this morning is Jennifer Chang, co-founder and chief executive officer for Wiz Holdings. Good morning, Jennifer. Hi, hello, everyone. Now, just to check, you're not a chatbot AI, right? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know you're going to ask this question. <laughs> but, I'm not today. <laughs> but can it, Okay, but can a chatbot AI sound as, as happy as you are, as, as lively as you are? Of course, that's actually one part of our technology. We wow. mimic human beings' emotion and also tones and pitch to talking with the human. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, so you guys are a leading conversational voice AI technology innovator uh, for omni-channel B2C engagement. You drive increased productivity, profitability, user satisfaction. What else can you tell us, say, about the uh, founding story of Wiz AI? Uh, actually, it's uh, quite interesting because, like you know, we are building companies three years ago. We're really excited to see, like at first, there was not so much actually technology, special related voice technology in Southeast Asia, and really be built and especially softening the local accents mm. and uh, like local applications. So that's actually giving us ambition to be doing something more beyond what we can see. And second one is like, you know, after, you know, three years, we actually drive a lot of industry. Currently, we have 200 customers in the area and most okay. actually uh, top brands like Fortune 500s and, you know, the banking insurance, fintech. This actually gave us a lot, a lot, like, a chance to practice what is the best applications for the voice technological use cases. Like, you know, as you mentioned, it's starting from the voice customer support, uh, customer solutions, you know, engagement. Now it's extending a lot, like, you know, for not only for helping them to do, like, a simple answer the questions as they press one to five. Also, actually, we can detect what actually people's behavior and also helps our customers, uh, you know, from one touch point to another touch point, analysis their customer behaviors. And analyze customer behavior with conversational voice AI. Could I clarify that? Is that what? Yes, yes, yes. Well, how, and also how does it do all it? your touch. Is it, is it a voice stress point. analyzer type of thing? Yes, not only for that. And because as I mentioned, we're starting from voice. Actually, we do a lot of omni-channel engagement. I give you an example. So there was a lot of digital banks in the region. It's our customer, right? Mm. So when you start and register, and probably like after 48 hours, you drop. Like we don't know what happened. For okay. bank side, they don't know what happened. Okay. But however, we will outreach and say, hey, you know what? We observe you actually starting to register your process. 
but actually you didn't finish that. May I know what the problem it is? Is that KYC problem? Is that document problem? Can we help with that? It's totally like, you know, a different experience with the passive engagement before. But now because we can understand, like, you know, what's the touchpoint behavior means what and how can we actually help you to, you know, especially our customer to engage their customer better to fulfill their user journey. Yeah, it's quite sad, actually, when I think about it, because I teach a bit of public speaking and profiling, right? And studies show at least 30% of communication is from your tone. I mean, what does it say when a machine can tell better than the human? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the reason, because we learn from the best. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, one of the technology we have is really actually analysis a lot of voice data. Okay. So sometimes, like, you know, you all not, not only, like, you know, we announce that, but also we're talking with the best agents, the mm. best performers. Ask them, gave us an insight. Do you think, like, existing practice is the best? Or like, what else you can think about if you actually are using the machine to teach and to be trained, then like, you know, you can put the elements inside, design a better customer experience. So actually, it's really a machine and humanized practice together. Oh, okay. So the start point, obviously, you learn from the human and then the machine sort of improves it. There's more data case study. And then in turn, you can use that to teach humans who are more front facing. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Is there an example of perhaps a client that you worked with that has successfully implemented all of this? I'm guessing the banking sector is the, probably the most popular. <laughs> banking, yes. Also e-commerce. Ah, so like, okay. you know, yeah, because of one pain point most of our customers have is actually recording for call center agents, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, training then sometimes need like, you know, maybe four months, three months. And for us, like, you know, actually we collect a lot of like, you know, insight already for the best practice. Either way, like, you know, we can help when they have the peak hours. Like, you know, we can use some bots to help them provide the productivity. And also, like, you know, if the young agents join, they can actually handle, like, more learning from our best practice and also handle more complicated use cases, helping them improve their working efficiency. So that's actually two ways we help them. Especially we're helping some e-commerce platform, which is, you know, like, you know, after post pandemic, like, you know, growth of e-commerce is large. Yeah, yeah. Then it's very hard for them to train and also, you know, getting a big team set up that one day. So that's actually the way they try to, you know, using us to help them with the hyper growth, but also, as you know, maintain or even improve their customer experience and customer support. Actually, you, know, you talk about the hit of COVID, the pandemic and the rise of e-commerce. Obviously, I mean, this was an opportunity for your company, but was it hard to get people on board because people tried to save a bit of costs, you know, during these two years? Actually, for us, the pricing compared with the, you know, whole other solution we still bring on our eye and also like, you know, I think like it's two ways. One way is like, you know, we actually really prove ourselves and can bring the productivity and efficiency. But also, as I mentioned, most of the brands still want a humanized experience. And, the, you know, the customer experience is really impact their branding loyalty. So in that case, they also want to use and leverage our technology to still bring the better experience, fulfill the gap between technology and humans. Right. Jennifer, this might be a tricky question and it's quite a personal one because I've always said that if I lose my job, right, worst case scenario, I wouldn't become one of these customer, telemarketer, receptionist type of thing. You know, doesn't this mean that with your technology, I don't have a backup job now? <laughs> uh, so I think like, you know, that's a very tricky question. But actually what I thought the practice is like, you know, most time I see really is the boss and human collaboration. Right, right. So yeah, because I feel like in the future, we're going to deliver our service more individualized and customized. 
Mm. So like, you know, we actually have half, like if a general question, for example, like, you know, how can block my cards? This is like something okay. basically like, you no, know, you can help, you know, using your AI bots, assistant or colleagues helping you handle those. And second one is like, you know, if you still come back to receptionist or like, you know, come to the, you know, telemarketers, then the conversation which are your colleagues has to you is like, you know, okay, if there's someone, I already know that, you know, you're interested in our products. So how can I tailor better policy for you from my professionalism? And mm-hmm. how can I actually give you a better, like, you know, service? based on your own individual needs. Right. So that's actually the trend that's actually going on. I see that the right mindset, right, is not about replacing or cutting costs, but rather because you have this collaboration, you increase productivity for the company. Uh, Jennifer, you're my kind of person because I understand that your initial goal was to prove that this idea was viable. It was a point to prove. Tell us more about that. Because, like, you know, we are really starting for a technology company. So we listen what a customer needs and what they want to have. So most of the time, when we actually see, like, you know, the customer engagement side, we don't define the customer engagement and we don't really be locked by the traditional thoughts, especially during the pandemic period. Like, you know, most of the behavior is changed by, you know, a lot of customers actually need to grow one year 10 times and they have no choice to like, you know, choosing the traditional way. That's actually we bring the interruptions and also innovation solution after them try. And after they try this kind of end-to-end, like for example, starting with the one one touch point using the voice bot and observe what, you know, to see how the customer's behavior reaction from back end from data, then they try to say, okay, that's actually a whole loop of that. So okay. after the past three years, I'm really working with a lot of industry players and exploring that. And I realized, actually, especially in Singapore, like 70% plus of people are already using AI products, but they actually continue, like, you know, well and adapt this kind of solutions. But in the whole journey, we want to actually bring more back about human touch, human experience, make sure, like, you know, the interactions are getting better and better, especially not from the functional level, as I mentioned, automation level, but also experience level. That's why we spend so much time to about English accent. Interruptions, <laughs> <laughs> the use cases. Yeah, yeah. It's like not interested. <laughs> no, no. I hear where you're coming from because, like, uh, in places like uh, Europe and France, when they say "la," there's a meaning to it, or they say "ciao" in Italy, that type of thing, right? And it makes it a more personal experience. Uh, you guys yes. also received uh, your first 2.5 million seed funding. I believe this is in the middle of 2019. It's been a couple of years now. How far has the money gone? I mean, what have you done in, uh, with it? <laughs> We actually raised the rounds actually recently and uh, so far we are quite okay. (laughs) But tomorrow we will release more information and uh, for details. And also, I think we are quite lucky because last year, it is true, like, you know, because of COVID, we will benefit from the most, uh, you know, the needs from the region. So we have 10 times growth. In that case, you know, financially, we are really see a promising growth. And second one is like, you know, this getting funding enable us actually expanding more language mm. and more uses and solutions. Now, actually, we touch upon nine countries already and different dialogue and language. So it's quite exciting to see, like, you know, how can we actually, starting from Singapore, the use cases we try successfully here and into Southeast Asia and even Latin America. Yeah, and since you bring that up, right, just focusing on Singapore and Singlish to build this uh, conversational AI, I mean, what, not to be too technical, but what is that process like? Do you have like a sample Singaporean who speaks in Singlish for the machine to learn? <laughs> so we're starting to actually apply to, you know, collect the data first. And there is a IMDA, they have a data sample, right? And mm. we're starting to train. And after that, like, you know, we're working with our local customers and starting, like, you know, to testing with a simple 
interactions. And after that, we're building more complicated ones. And during times, we do uh, annotation, analysis, training them uh, with the better models or the back and forth. Uh, past three years, actually, we go through a lot of challenge. <laughs> and also, like, you know, as I mentioned, also, like, you know, because the English has a mixed language, it's not really pure English. The grammar is not, you know, 100% like, yeah. you know, British rules and all things. So that's why actually, as well. we actually already upgraded three times our models already. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Singlish makes its own rules. You're right on that one. Let's talk a little bit about your success in terms of winning the Technology Power Award by the World Economic Forum. I mean, what does this mean for your company? I feel like, you know, it, one time it really gave us, like, you know, last year the constant kind of credits. Because as we know, like, you know, not so many companies, special voice companies, actually yeah. focus on all the local language, dialect, and deliver those kind of like experience. So that's actually makes us very proud. Second one, like, you know, uh, we actually gave more encouragement, like, you know, starting at one point and several language can push the boundaries forward mm-hmm. and we can try more. For example, the model we use sometimes in the Singapore, like, you know, can push into other, like, you know, uh, Philippines, they have Tagalog and English and Tagalog yeah. accent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also we're building a lot of, like, you know, showing a lot of peers, like, here in Southeast Asia, all these applications can be actually to duplicate for other regions. Yeah, that's actually one of the, you know, milestones for us. Also, we need to work harder yeah. to make it more things and push the boundaries forward. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is so fascinating. Jennifer, I just got a final question because we're running out of time. And this is only because I watch too much movies, right? Is it possible? <laughs> is it possible with your technology? Can it be developed? Can you clone yourself? And what I mean is like, because now you have uh, Zoom meetings, I don't switch on the camera. I just have the voice function on. It's possible, right? I can be speaking to Jennifer Chung without actually speaking to Jennifer Chung. Can that be done? Actually, we already can achieve 95% colonization voice with 100 sentences. So this is already seeing our technology. So that's why at the beginning I told you this is me today, not my voice. Uh, We don't know. (laughs) We can't see. (laughs) Wow, amazing. I've been speaking with Jennifer Chung, co-founder and chief executive officer for Wiz Holdings. Jennifer, appreciate your time this morning. You take care and have a great day ahead. Yeah. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.